Monday nights. Up late. Broadcasting from stolen land. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Highlighting DIY and autonomous politics music and subculture with a different theme each week. politics, music, and subculture with a different theme each week. Welcome to Satellite Skies. You're here with me, Tessa, and... And hi, Cole. Howdy. Uh, on this week's rotating segment of Satellite Skies on 3CR 855 AM, streaming online at 3cr.org. And this week, it's You Can Be You, punk and songs punks love to dance to. Spinning and talking new and classic punk and the stuff punks love to dance to, even if maybe they don't know it yet. So before we get started, I would like to acknowledge that today, uh, myself and Heikel are broadcasting from the stolen lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. We both pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. And uh, Heikel, maybe you want to say something else? Yes. And also, um, because this uh, a show where we're going to be interviewing um, some people from Southeast Asia, and also just to acknowledge that we from Southeast Asia or the people in this interview acknowledge and stand firmly against the brutal ongoing colonization of West Papua from the Indonesian government and military and Papua Merdeka. And um, so we're just going to go straight to the topic tonight. Um, so I did this interview pre-COVID. Yeah, so it's just a couple of... Um, friends um, who came here with not much. They don't have anything. They're here on, I don't want to touch much on the visa. So actually, yeah, because I actually I wanted to talk more about the visa that we're on, you know, like what sort of like, it's either asylum seeker or protection or refugee and stuff, because it's totally different on how me and some of the friends who came from Southeast Asia. So it's a different view of how people came here and sending back money to their family and stuff but as much as i want to touch on politics and stuff i will not because of the sensitivity of that um so tonight's topic is southeast asian punks in a search for a yeah, better future yeah and also like the experiences here and whether they think the scene here is welcoming or what's the difference and you know how to make it more inclusive for people coming here who have really not much money or anything. Yeah. Nice. So uh, Heiko has uh, pre-recorded an interview with a few of these people. Yeah. Um, and do you want to introduce any of the interviewees or is that in the pre-record? Uh, I can interview them as well. There's um, actually two people. So Alif is from a space called The Key in Malaysia, the southern part, central part of Malaysia and Malacca. Um, which is sadly closed now due to rent and COVID. Um, and Bob, who used to live at Rumah Api, the famous uh, punk squad in um, KL. And there's Bimo from Indonesia as well. 
and a shed running around somewhere in the back but yeah but also shout out to a shed and actually axel and the whole of the ascendant uh punk house or so call it um because we use their studio to you know have this and they they made it really like welcoming for us to try and do this and i think even on that night after that the boys were just calling me and say thanks so much for that they feel really included in the scene and it's kind of healing for us to like you know hang out together and have a chat about stuff not necessarily serious a couple of beers here and there but it's healing and fun you know amazing <laughs> uh so without further ado uh we're going to listen to this interview in two parts but we've also got a couple of fresh tunes from nam so-called australia and a few from overseas as well so without further ado we are going to play the interview uh that Heikel undertook Southeast Asian punks in a search for a better future. You. Salam sejahtera and selamat datang. Today we have um, three punks from Southeast Asia, um, Indonesia and Malaysia. So we're just going to ask them if they, you know, their experiences here, coming here for a better life, and also, you know, what's their purpose of coming here and um, how different the punk scene is like in Southeast Asia as compared to Nam or Melbourne and we're gonna introduce them first we're gonna start with um, the first person over here on my left what's your name and um, where are you from hey guys my name is Bimo I'm from Jakarta Indonesia and yeah and now I'm in Australia now. That's cool. So um, let's yeah, I'm lucky. Pass... <laughs> okay, let's pass it on to the next person. Hello, I'm Ali from Malaysia. I'm already living in Australia for two years now. That's all. Yep, that's awesome. Okay, um, and the next person we have here, the last and the third person, the most important one. What's your name? Okay, cool. So we've got two people from Malaysia and one from Indonesia. Um, of course, the first question that I am interested in knowing, like, um, what made you come to so-called Australia? Bimo? Yeah. For me, before I thought I'm lucky, but yeah. I think I'm not lucky. I'm afford to come to here because before I come to here, I have plan with my parents to I get to continue my master in German. But my I have my friend when I study in Jakarta. They wanna come to Australia and they told me, "Hey, what the fuck you doing now?" Oh yeah, I just helped my uncle in my uncle in Sulawesi, but yeah, like that man is like it's not my passion, and I'm I'm not joy with that shit. But yeah, I must do it that. But so right, yeah. I wanna going to Australia. If you wanna come to with us, you can come to with us. Yeah, it's it's good choice, but. All right, I I can think about that. Yeah, and finally, I talk with my parents, and I make my parents to trust with me, and I told them, yeah, man, how can you give me the a couple of chains again in my life? I know you already give me a lot chains, but I need, please give me one chance. You give me the trust. I know you wanna give me chance to school in German with your money, but I wanna plan with myself plan to how if I can first working in Australia after that I collect money and I going to school with my money because I know I already spend your money, my parents. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. 
just for kindness, I'm lucky to Australia. Yeah, I know a lot of people told me I'm lucky, but 100% I'm effort. That's it for me. <laughs> okay, that's cool. So you came here, you came here to, you know, find your life and um, earn some money. And you were talking about your uncle, or it's maybe probably sending money back. Yeah. Um, yeah, to seek a better living because it's uh, so-called a first world country. So you get better money here and work. And of course, you want to, you know, parents will always in Southeast Asia be like, oh yeah, Bimo's my son. So Bimo's got to take care of the family and, you know, wants the best for you to take care of them. So, but you're doing it in your own way and much respect to that. Yeah, but honestly, my parents never expect to me to, oh, you send our money, blah, blah, blah. Nah, they hate if I send their money just because they think probably they know how I live, blah, 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 in Indonesia, but 100%. I make sure they don't know me now. That's good. Yeah. Just because condition make me change, hard life, yeah. make me more know about how to I walk in life. Yeah. Until now, I meet you guys, meet Pangsin in Australia. It's make me more maturity. It's make me more oh, grateful about I have a life now and last time I think it's like oh I wanna uh, finish my life just because it's stupid thing in my life but now I feel more I don't know yeah for me I feel more a lot value because yeah I don't know condition and I work with my friend as well. It's like, or I feel like more than friend for me. Yeah, it's make me for maturity. Yeah, I'm lucky. I have give more money. I can send. For me, it's not send. It's like learn. Because if I'm not to learn to give for my parent, I can do it never. But if I learn, if Whatever, how much you send, but just yeah, a hundred or fifty. It's the thought that counts. Yes, it's just learn. Oh, oh, like that the feel. Even to appreciate your parents. Appreciate. It's not just appreciate my parent. It's appreciate my life as well because oh, you can to help each other without the government help you, but you can live. Yeah, that's right. And some people told me, oh, oh, I, I, I must kill my idealism just because I have kids, I have wife. Man, come on. I have parents as well, even I don't have the kids, but it's the same essential. I can do same like you without the government help me. I still alive. I have, I'm happy. I'm healthy and I'm love. Yeah. yeah, for me that's it and Australia is amazing for me. That's nice. And I miss my country. Hi guys in Indonesia. Hello, say hi to hey, hey, all Indonesian folks. <laughs> Oi, shout out to Bimo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, that's that's a good story from Bimo. It's like you know, searching family and uh, you know, once. A lot of Southeast Asian punks, when they come here, once they find a bunch of friends, form a small community, they view it like a family. So essentially what Bimo is saying is like, whoever he knew here, it's all his family now. So he's very grateful of, you know, the scene here who gave him a job and now he's hanging out with people and he's having a lot of fun and also helping his family in Indonesia. So we're going to move on to the next person and his name is Olive. Alif, tell me about yourself. What's your name? Where are you from? And uh, yeah, I told my name right. Yeah. Okay, Alif. I'm from Malaysia. Like I told you before. Uh, I came here like after I quit my job in Malaysia. It's like six months. I'm jobless in Malaysia. Like it's hard to find another job that. They pay gonna gonna pay good money for me. That's why I came here. Like uh, the job also is too stressful in Malaysia. It's like I worked in an office before, 
example. Like I work in office before, like from Monday to Friday, but it's quite stressful job for me. I don't really like it like that, and then that's why I decided to come to Australia. That's awesome, Ali. So coming to Australia to find a better life and um, you know something that's not that stressful that doesn't pay fucking peanuts. Yeah. You know, in a yeah. country that has minimum wage. Yeah. We 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 don't have minimum wage in the whole of Southeast Asia. I would say that. Yeah, I think so. But like, yeah, that's the only problem. Like, you work hard. You happy working there? But I guess like because they pay you piece of shit. You feel devalued as a human, and you know, like you feel like, okay, I'm gonna try something else. So, um, anyways, just to touch on that, since Bimo was telling so much of his life story, <laughs> I'm just gonna calm down. All right. Um, so, Ali, um, you are from the southern part of Malaysia called yes. Malacca? Yes, correct. I, I'm not uh, originally like from Malacca, but I worked there and stayed there like for six years, something like that. Yeah, awesome. Yep. Cool. So, I um, just want to touch on, were you involved in a punk space called The Key in Malacca, in Malaysia? Not directly, but I helped them a bit, like, sometimes they're yeah. organizing a show, something like that. So, what did you do at the shows? Were you just like, just help, helping, like, yeah, something, just uh, helping at the door, something like that. Yeah, and then just hanging out with yeah, friends there. Yeah, yeah. How far was the punk space from your place that you were living? Were you living with your parents or your uh, friends? No, I'm living by myself. Yeah. In Malacca. So it's is the like, punk space quite far from my It's house? like uh, 25 minutes from my place. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so that's Olive. Um, good on you to come and uh, find out a better life in so-called Australia. Yeah, that's awesome. And we've got the one and only Bob from Kuala Lumpur, from Rumah Api. So can you please um, introduce yourself, Bob? Uh, actually, I'm not from Rumah Api. I just lived there for short, <coughs> short time, not for long time, so it's not happening as well. Uh, actually, I'm from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. I lived there before. And then I came to Australia just for explore a new thing in my life and I just want to I just want to start a new life in here and be uh, more better for future I think yeah yeah that's good yeah. um actually yeah my um history with Bob actually um, goes back way before, I would say maybe like 8 to 10 years. Like I was a skinhead, like you know, running around, blah blah blah. But like, yeah, I knew Bob. I saw this person who was like, you know, normally when they show us at Rumapi and stuff, and Bob was like mending the doors and shit, and you know, that kind of stuff. One huge dude, you know, like <laughs> taking care of shit. <laughs> no, no, but he's cool. Like, he. You know, like, um, he's very humble and shit when I knew him from before. And I was really surprised that he was here. And we, you know, caught up here and started hanging out a bit. But, of course, Bob has a lot of work to do. And, you know, um, being on his visa, he, he did um, some fruit picking as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot I, of work. I've done, I done fruit picking since I come here. And then I think that's a good job, I think, for, for finding money. At least then you don't have any job. At least you can do that for, yeah, for, for make some money for your life. Yeah. That's good. Because yeah. um, I think like one or two years before I was talking to Bob, yeah, he misses his mom, you know, but he. It's a huge thing, you know, I think he does send back money at some point of time to his mom before he starts, you know, partying too hard, but... <laughs> I guess, like, yeah, 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 that's... That's, 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 no, that's the main thing, like, people send back money to their family, they acknowledge that their family is the reason why they are alive and they came here, so... 
I mean, um, yeah, that's the story of these three guys coming here. And also, we're not going to touch on any of the visa stuff, but that's a little, a little bit of a sensitive topic as well with the immigration and visa and stuff. But I guess what we're going to talk about is they came here not as people who had a lot of money. You know, they came here to find a better life, to find themselves, and of course, like, Bimo and Olive say, you know, like slugging the shit out of their ass in Malaysia or Indonesia for nothing, you know, for just like a few cents. But over here, they work hard and they get money and they can send it back to their family, they can plan their future. So, yeah, just thinking about what sort of like privileges we have um, by living here on stolen land, to be to be honest, like for example, like like I came here not in the same circumstances as these guys, but I totally know how they feel and I know what they're going through. And yeah. Indigenous people in Australia and the Pacific have borne the brunt of nuclear testing. And this was not done unconsciously. We found documents in the British archives saying that Yes, there is uh, certain hazards, but only to primitive peoples, those that don't wear clothes and don't wash, unlike us British. So the sort of racism inherent in this whole operation was known and understood from the beginning that these were the casualties of a larger imperial policy and that they were able to bear the brunt because there were very small populations and didn't have much political voice. And as we fast forward to today, we see that same thing. 3CR, keeping you informed about Australia's nuclear past and present. At such a time, it's important to have a voice like 3CR, steady, constant, sane, and committed to a nuclear-free Australia.
listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR, community radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. Howdy, you're back with Tessa and Heichel on Satellite Skies, 3CR 855 AM. And uh, we just heard a pre-recorded interview that Heichel did with some Southeast Asian mates who have moved to Australia. But what was the first song that we heard in that song bracket there? All right. The first song is kind of like our... I, I, I love it. It's from Seattle. Kita dilahirkan untuk mati, which means like we were born to die. And yeah, I've got to look into the lyrics to see what the song is about. But it, it does sound like it does have a, a lot of meaning to it. But the sound, though, the oh. drumming. I, it's I like really a ticking, love the drumming. It's a ticking it's clock. Like, yeah. And before we start about the other songs, sorry about kind of like the audio thing around the interview. Bob's voice. Come on, Bob, speak up. But, <laughs> but no, it was just the audio thing. Like, sorry about that. And... Yep. That's all good. Uh, and after the amazing Seattle track, uh, we heard the song Survive from the new Toll album. And finishing off that bracket was, apologies for my terrible French pronunciation here, La Dernière Nuit by the Parisian band Last Night. Okay, so without further ado, we are going to listen to part two of Heikel's interview, Southeast Asian Punks, uh, Search for a Better Future. This is You Can Be You on Satellite Skies 3CR. The next topic we're going to touch on is actually we can try and move in any way that we want, but I'm going to pick a name. (laughs) So I'm going to ask this question like how... We'll start with Bob since Bob speaks very loud. And he, you know, <laughs> and I know him longer, actually. So, okay, Bob, um, Roma Api. Yeah. Yep. So, um, just one very famous story that, you know, like you were staying there at some point, am I right? Yeah, I, I stayed there for the only just six months, but I'm always go there for hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Yeah. And then just join the the activity that they doing like sometimes they do the uh, they do like uh, how I gonna see it? really really free market yeah they, they, they do like free market to all people that can they to all people that want to want that looking for clothes or something yeah and then sometimes they doing food food the food not bomb they call they call the activity they they're doing that for feed the homeless around KL, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. They, they, so. They're doing the, they're doing that, they're doing oh, many, they're doing all the good activity thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of good. Like actually, what you essentially what you're saying is, is they're doing a lot of grassroots community stuff um, for the community. So that's essentially what Bob remembers of Roma Abi. Yeah. So it's very interesting, not much of the music, but more of like community and grassroots stuff. Yeah, so it's something that we, yeah. something that we can, you know, like think about, like why punks from some other places just think more about music, but some punks like their fondest memory of being in a punk space as a young punk in Southeast Asia is actually more of like I don't know, community, grassroots, um, mutual aid. So that's just coming from Bob. So um, I'm gonna move to Bimo. So uh, to in Indonesia, were you involved or were you hanging out with punks or were you doing other stuff like that in Indonesia? Yeah. Were you hanging out with punks? What were you doing? And just to know about your personal life. Yeah. For me to do straight away, hang out in inside with the punk. Honestly, no. Yeah. Because my background, I'm born with the Muslim conservative military family. Yes. It's full of the rules. Yes. It's make me full of the, you can do blah, 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 you can do blah, blah, blah. It's just because I respect, you know, it's my grandpa, my parent, blah, 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 and my family. That's why I'm not to allow hang out with everyone and leave with a long time, even the short time, nah. But yeah, I know a couple of the activity in Indonesia, especially for the condition right now with the COVID. 
I have some friends from the Taring Babi, Collective House, Marginal probably. Uh, most of famous name in Indonesia, yeah, they make some program in Indonesia. It's not program, it's like we call it pang-pangan. It's like we give people with the free eating like uh, rice boxes. Yeah. Yeah, but in inside we put the some leather is like all right uh, it's not from the government blah 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 and it's like uh, people help people yeah. that's it with the condition like that and some collective i know is like arum dalu house in jelengsi yes they call the jaws yeah yeah it's crazy dude from jakarta as well they're super creative they make a woodcraft and they growing a couple of plants for still life yeah it's like some yeah you know yeah 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 that's very interesting from Bimo because like then again yet again when I ask another Soviet Asian punk of their experiences growing up Although you grow up in a Muslim conservative um, family, which I will touch on soon, but I guess like then again, what we hear from these punks is more of like community. It's hard, like man. Classroom. It's super guilty because sometimes you you think about your family, but something you must think about your life, and you get the pressure as well with the news, media, propaganda. But yeah, yeah. you know. Especially special with the military family. Oh man, see what was the military family. So, okay, Bimo, I'm just gonna touch on that. Yeah, you guys, you can imagine. <laughs> so, just touching on that, you grew up in a military family. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but I've seen like you know your stance on like West Papua and what's happening from the Indonesian government on the ongoing colonization of West Papua. It's fucked up, man. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. No, I just it's very shameful. Yeah, it's, it's very, very shameful, shameful yeah. for me as well. It's like some people, oh, why you not go home, man? You can ask my question. It's like why I'm not go home just because you look Indonesia is safety or no? You told me you oh be more go home, go home, but my parents know better for me. My parents told me oh you stay over there, it's better. Yeah, I just trust my parents. Yeah, of course. Because a lot of respect for the Yeah, parents, I'm yeah. from East as well. I yeah. just, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, so in the Eastern world, we have... I miss my country, but yeah, I must just patient and a bit wise. Because if I going back to Indonesia, I can't help. People like me in Indonesia do nothing. There's nothing, yeah. Just because, no just because it's not... I can do a lot. But social pressure, you know, it's like, oh, they get tattooed, they get with the style is fucked up, or they can mix with the normal people, you know. Yeah, that's right. A lot of pressure from like Bimo, but also like, yeah, a lot of people in Indonesia, of yeah. course, like, across Especially South Papua, guys. Yeah. Papua Merdeka, that's what we're saying. Every time, like, when we talk about shit, because when we talk about colonization, we Yeah, that's why about, when... I post and Haikal, yeah, a bit give me a lot, but yeah, I know. And straight away, my friend told me they work with the president. I just think about my family, the health, the condition. If I, oh, I, I can do whatever I want, but Bimo, come on, you have family over there, and you know you're socialized in in Indonesia like what? Be wise, be straight, smart man. That's why, alright. That's I it. can do with different way but i still against that's good again with the different way hey, in a different way yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right calm down people don't need to fight <laughs> i love this yeah, i love yeah, this yeah, yeah. okay so next nah, time we're going just, to just to excite it guys yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love Fimo, but yeah all right next love one you to <laughs> thank you and um, we're going next to Alif. So, what are your thoughts? How did you, you know, grow up in um, Malaysia or Malacca, wherever, and then you got involved in the punk Spain space? What was your fondest memory of like being with the punks in Malaysia, or where you're from? Uh, it's so sad that Duki already closed because of financial since the COVID stuff. Like, mm, 
I'm not indirectly involved with them since there's already a lot of people already managed the key. But I just hang out sometimes, like helping at the gigs or something like that. What's your best memory of the key? So uh, for all you listeners who don't know, the key is a punk space that's open near central or southern Malaysia that yeah, you know only fans around and hang out with. So what is your best memory of the key and hang out with punks in the key at the key? It's like a lot of touring band came to the key playing there and it's like a room it's key is just a small room but sometimes it's it's really crowded inside the key. It's gotta be so freaking hot inside the key. Uh, yeah, it like, sounds awesome. So uh, before, I think John Con's band. Oh, band? audio, yeah. Oh, yeah, audio. Yeah. So audio played there. Saw yeah. a video there. It was freaking sick. People were going crazy. Yeah, the key also sick. Yeah. yeah, you already played there, right? <laughs> Where you always mention that shit. <laughs> yeah, I've been there for a while. Yeah. So Bob's been there as well, key. Yeah. No. Yeah. How do you find the key versus Rumapi? Chakajang. What's the difference? I think there's a same place. The key also running uh, the good activity to the Malacca scene as well. But um, yeah, like Alif said, uh, sadly they are closed because of the financial stuff. Yeah, because yeah, now in Malaysia also they struggle about the financial, so more of the space. Yeah, so it's all, all renting the yeah. space, so yeah. there's not much money, yeah? Yeah, yeah they cannot rent for the money. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, just another a very important point for me. I see a lot of differences between like the punks in here and everything. Yeah, of course, like, you know, Alif was talking about my music, which is fair enough. But like, I guess mostly in the majority, we're talking about like grassroots. We're talking about community. We're talking about stuff we do together as friends in which Bimo already said before, like, he found family here and stuff like I consider like you know my punk friends here as my family. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like we yeah. we cook for each other, we take care of each other and do stuff. What is the is this is a very controversial question? We'll start with like one each. I want to hear a short answer from everyone, starting from Bimo. But is the punk scene in so-called Australia or Melbourne? Is it in inclusive? Is it welcoming for you to come in and hang out and have fun or find friends? Is it scary or is it more welcoming or is it something in the middle, starting with Bimo? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first day, I hang out with Bang in Melbourne. A bit surprised because it's like, oh, different culture. <laughs> and everyone is like, what the hell, oh, international punk like that. Yeah, I know a bit village and a bit, oh, you, so. No, it's fine, yeah. Yeah, but for me, the first, if you're asking me, it's like, uh, wow, like that, international, worldwide, it's like, but they, they open. Mm. It's, if, if, if not open, Probably you check yourself. You open-minded or no? <laughs> because all my family in Australia is open-minded. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is people are mostly a lot of punks in Indonesia and Malaysia as well. Yeah. It's very conservative over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the truth. No, so no, it's yeah. okay. It's yeah. So over here, man. like everything's like, wow, it's open. I can do yeah. stuff. I can have yeah. communication. I can talk to people. Honestly, and... make me a bit surprised when I, wow. I love it. <laughs> it's open, yeah. You can talk about it's a lot open. of stuff, you know, there's no restrictions, there's no yeah. much of like, you know, controlled religion or nah, religion. Nah. Yeah, that's good. So, nice point. Yeah. Openness in Australia and do you feel welcome? Yeah, I feel... Sir? You feel welcome? They accept me... For who you are. With... That's hard. With, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. With a lot my minus, yeah. We learn together. Yeah. We learn about understand each other. Yeah. It's healthy for me. That's good. Amazing. I'm, I'm glad you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad for that. But okay, let's move on to Alif. So, how do you find the Melbourne so-called Australia scene? Is it welcoming for you? What are the differences you see? Yeah, I think it's welcoming for me. Like people, all people are being good to me. 
It's like yourself, Michael, so good to me, right? Yeah, I'm not from Australia, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but oh, you, oh really? I can't stop from Australia. <laughs> you, you do Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Come on. All right, let the guy continue. <laughs> So so you find it welcoming, you yeah. find everyone friendly. Yeah. But yeah, but okay, I'm gonna touch on this. You can okay. say no if you don't wanna answer or whatever. Like but you know, growing up in a conservative country, your parents are Muslim or anything, we grew up in a certain way. Drinking wasn't a big part of my life when I was only when I was like 15 or 16 or something and I became a cooker. But the thing is like, you're still holding on to that and you don't drink and you don't really smoke, you don't take any gears. So how do you feel like hanging out here when people are like constantly drinking and getting cooked and stuff? So. Hey, I live drinking once before. <laughs> what? Yeah. When? When? Yeah, I live drinking once before at the gig. Yeah. Hey. Only once. Okay, only once. But overall, we want to listen to like Alif. Like, what do you think? Like, is it hard for you or? Yeah, I think it's not really hard. It's like no, nobody pushed me to drink or something. That is my choice to be positive lifestyle. It's okay to help with guy who always drunk like Bob. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's good. No, no, that's that's a very positive thing. Like, I mean, like you want to live a positive lifestyle, and you've grown up with that, and you feel that it's very important for you. But it's good that you can actually like hang out with people and. Yeah, I don't mind to hang out <laughs> because your friends are yeah. all drunk. Like, look at Bimo. <laughs> Alright. Fuck you, Michael. Alright. Fair enough. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna move on to Bob. Okay, I'm gonna ask you the same question. Okay. So, coming here, seeking for a new life, and how do you, what's the difference between the Melbourne scene and the specifically Malaysia scene? Um, and is it welcoming or do you feel there's any huge differences that you can't handle or, you know, how do you feel? Do you feel welcome? Yeah, of course. Uh, honestly, I tell honestly in here, I feel welcome into the scenes because uh, yeah, everybody. Well, I think I, I friend with everybody in here. Yeah, I think I because if they have a problem, maybe like they can't speak English good or whatsoever, you know. So if you, as a person, if you feel like you're not good for that, when you come to the new place. And then you need to learn uh, new stuff there. So yeah, you don't don't. I think yeah, I don't feel anything wrong in here. Yeah, yeah I feel welcoming because to me, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, nah, but it's, it's a good point. You know, like we're in the pressures of like. Also, I mean, like, yeah, I have a lot of other, like, different views and stuff, but I guess, like, because the pressure of you coming here to find for a better life for yourself and your family gives you an extra pressure to assimilate and to actually, like, you know, try and we talk about language and stuff. But yeah. I think Bimo has had several, several issues of, like, yeah. not speaking English well, so how do yes. they go for you? Yes. Is that a big problem for you, or do you find any barriers of hangout? Yeah, here? honestly, can I speak to you guys? It's like, yeah. like uh, the first, honestly, for me, it's super depressed. It's super depressed, man. It's like, you socialize, everything It's white. It's not racism or like that, it's just, it's like, all right, you must, everything is different with your culture is different, your language is different, especially your language is super shit. <laughs> but yeah, I have friend Dylan, Gabriel and Miles, they know my English like what? <laughs> Even they guys, like, oh, yeah, we will up to you, man. It's like, but it's a thousand message for me is like, oh, okay, Bimo, you must fix it. Your English, it's make me oh realize about, oh, English is important. Yeah. yeah. I think more often you talk with them, I think you can improve yeah, your... Exactly, well. Bob. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Bob. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, That's why you should be friendly with them, yeah. Yeah. If, if you not talk to them, how would they 
gonna talk to you. Yeah, yeah. it's it's make me more yeah. realize. It's like alright, and make your feel like alright, your life now in Australia. Come on. Yeah, you need to learn. Yeah, you need to learn, and it's seriously. It's important, man. Yeah, important. Yeah. You know, it's like alright. Because you come to different place, different culture. That's why you you need to learn your culture yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So talking oh. about that, this is the thing about in Southeast Asia about this. This is the actual thing that I want to talk about because when in Southeast Asia, when you go to someone's place or for example country or whatever, right, or different tribe or different community, we want to learn. Yeah. It's not about assimilating or whatever. We want to learn. We yeah. want to learn their way of life. We want to respect their culture. Although exactly. we all know, exactly, it's important. If for me the first is like, oh, different culture, and it's not about. Yeah, sometimes I feel, oh, why people like me uh, treat me like. <laughs> no, no, it's treat you like shit. It's just because you und. It's not understand. Yeah. If you already understand. Yeah. yeah. Everything, everything is, good. is good. Yeah, everything is good. Yeah. But sometimes I think like yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, sometimes it's miscommunication. But that's the point. Is make you more maturity. Yeah. More you. Oh, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you find the other way to good way to oh the the way good way like that. Yeah. You can fix it and you more know about your friend like. It's like sometimes when you speak up. Yeah. Sometimes you need to when you uh, when you are high or drunk or something. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know what you say. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah, exactly. it may be hurt to someone else. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's why you need to caref- be careful for yeah. what you saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's same like in Malaysia or what yeah. whatsoever in in this country or in this world. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah you yeah. need to always careful like you need to take care of your manners yeah yeah that, that's yeah i think that's big thing another thing i want to touch yeah. on I'm, i'm like pro southeast asian here like <laughs> but yeah. another big thing i want to say is like manners manners yeah. yeah so manners we call it adab or adat so adab but is like your manners you can control that because adab. you with the situation is Oh, panic situation, yeah. blah blah blah. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, I don't know everyone talk what, blah blah blah. But you must manage them. It's like, yeah, but make you feel grow and yeah, yeah. that's good. So what? I, yeah, what I want to touch on the adapt thing. It's adapt. It's called like manners. Yeah. So this is what we hold really high in Indonesia and Malaysia as well. Like manners, like how you respect your friends, your family. And we all have a duty to be considerate of our friends and our family and everything. So that's a very big thing. That's why these guys are actually talking about it. Yeah. And also, wanna touch about like what Bimo say about depression. Like, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't believe there's racism against white people. There's not no such thing. But like, I guess like, <laughs> I guess what I wanna touch on like. I have a lot of controversy views here. I know, but yeah. like I understand, like because we miss our culture and we miss everything, and and it's so different from like relationships. One thing, from if you have a relationship with your friend or if you have a partner, it's so different here. Yeah, because it's it's such a different world and how people view relationships are. And also touch on another thing: a workplace, how you respect your boss and everything. You don't call your boss sir here. Yeah, you no, call no. him by his name, not even yes. his surname. You know. Yes. Yes. So it's 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 all this kind of stuff that makes you know it, it's a bit confusing. Sometimes it can get depressing. Yeah. Because when you go home after work, you'd be like, shit, I don't know the language. I don't know what my friends or my colleagues are talking about. Yeah. And I feel depressed. I feel left out and everything. But punk. The thing is, like, it's different when we're talking about asylum seekers, refugees, or people on protection visa who do not know anyone here. But these guys are lucky enough to know punk, yeah. and they came through together with the punk scene. So what I'm saying is, like, the punk scene, it's much more than just music and whatever. But it brings people together and unites them, and that's what we learn there. And also gives us a home. Yes. Like I wouldn't. Four years ago, when I came here, I was fuck off. I was no one. I didn't know any shit. But then I knew people yeah. from the punk scene, you know. And then one or two people, and then they came in, and people were being yeah, really accommodating and stuff. Amen. But as long as I got more political and stuff, yeah, of course, there's things that I don't agree with or that I agree with, and I guess that's how we as settlers, because still 
taking into account that we have not talking about like you know the original people of this land which is the aboriginal people with which we all acknowledge but i guess like we're talking about our small niche friend group and how the complexity of like different stuff for example like if you talk shit about something there it's not wrong but if you talk something about the same thing that you talk about in Malaysia Indonesia yeah you talk about it here it's like a huge thing so what we're talking about is about more you know to be more inclusive and um, yeah understand that people come from different cultures and stuff and 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 in these people including me and people like Ashad and everyone else who came here like really value the scene that we have here and, and we view you guys as like family and it's good to have an insight of how we feel and of course like real feelings like about depression and not about just like what about for us it's not about assimilating it's about respecting people's exactly. land exactly i know it's not like white people's land in here but we're talking about our own niche community like you've been living here and stuff so we want to respect where you are living and we want to learn your way of life and how you do stuff and Olive also you know like doesn't drink doesn't do a lot of gear but still survives here and still enjoys he still enjoys being around punks and like he's just the sober one here Alif yeah. you know? can sing a song I got straight, straight eight. Eight. <laughs> 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 fuck punk <mom. laughs> uh, 